Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. This week in Torah time, in Vayetze, Genesis 28, 10 to 32, 3, we learn that Jacob as a kid is not only a little sneaky, disguising himself so that he can steal his father's blessing from his brother Esau, Jacob is also scared because his brother Esau has also threatened to kill him for stealing the birthright. And so Jacob runs away back to his extended family in Haran. And on the way, Jacob has a dream of angels ascending and descending a stairway or a ladder. It's one of the most famous dreams in all literature and art, not to mention the most played song in the history of radio, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. That's a fact. When Jacob gets to Haran, he meets and falls in love with his cousin. We're hoping she's a distant cousin, Rachel, Rachel. But Jacob's uncle Laban is no less sneaky than Jacob. And he tricks Jacob by switching the older sister Leah for the one he wanted, Rachel. Jacob has to work seven more years for Laban in order to marry Rachel. And the Torah portion shares the births of all the children of Rachel, Leah, and the handmaidens who had some of the children. Bilhah and Zilpah were their names. The children will ultimately become your ancestors, the ancestors of the tribes of Israel. We're told, for instance, this week, how Leah gave birth to her fourth child. And this is what she says in the Torah. Hapa'am ode et Adonai al-Kain karashmo Yehuda. Which means, this time, I will thank the Lord, thank God. And so she calls her son Judah from the word ode, which means thanks. That's where the name Jew comes from, in case you didn't know. It means to be thankful. And this is why our people took on the name of Judah, because to be a Jew means to be thankful. It's the perfect Torah portion for this Thanksgiving Shabbat. Thanksgiving is a time to give thanks for being alive in this country, in the present moment. And it's also a time to give thanks for being in this country as a Jewish person. The uptick in global anti-Semitism is alarming. And so is the fact, as 
I'm sure Rabbi Feinstein would have said if he spoke longer that the 2% of America's citizens who are Jewish account for 60% of recorded hate crimes. And yet, the history of what the Jewish people have overcome in this country, considering 100 years ago, the restrictive immigration laws, Henry Ford's vile support of Nazi anti-Semitism, college quotas that were still in place into the 60s at Yale. My thesis advisor and my only son's namesake, Dr. Jacob Rader Marcus, who also taught Rabbis Danziger and Wax, Rabbi Wax of blessed memory, Dr. Marcus expressed eloquently in a 1989 address entitled Testament, why we American Jews have so much about which to be grateful and thankful even when times seem bleak. We American Jews, Marcus wrote just before he died, we American Jews live in the greatest country in the world even amidst the fragility of our nation's flaws. Every year, we American Jews send over half a billion dollars across the seas to help fellow Jews. Relatively speaking, this is the greatest philanthropic feat in human history. Our cultural achievements in this land are incredible. Over 50,000 Jewish men and women teach in the colleges of America. There are more Jewish books in the United States than in all Israel. There are over 10,000 Jewish organizations in this country, which means every person here can hope to become a president someday. <laughs> Later in the address, he adds, Jewish history points to a statistical moral. If we are determined to survive, and we are, we must continue to inspire those few who are devoted to our religion and way of life because the story of Judaism has always been the few leading the many. And he says, when you survey a congregation, a temple or a synagogue on a Friday night, don't count bodies, count souls. The chosen few who show up, you, have a job to do. We all have something purposeful as Jews to tell the world, to distill for all humanity what the Jewish people have learned after 3,000 years of experience. We don't missionize, we humanize. And we address ourselves to eternity. We are part of a glorious and enduring Jewish faith that can and will carry us through whatever befalls us in history. He wrote this 36 years ago. Such important words to remember during the dark and challenging times of late. My monthly column for um, the Daily Memphian on Sunday, it's about the turkey most of us probably enjoyed yesterday. 
But I didn't talk about something else on the menu in my article, the stuffing. One could argue that a turkey is easy enough to prepare, but it's how you fill it that often distinguishes the meal. And the same, perhaps, with our Jewish lives. External trappings never reveal what's on the inside. Carving out an inner way of life, Jewishly and humanly, a life that brings dignity, honor, decency in a world that is often demented and fragmented, requires the inner stuff, not the external trappings, but the inner stuff like character, goodness, and other aspects of what Judaism calls the divine. I know it's hard to keep it all together watching so much of the world bizarrely siding with a terror group named Hamas over an imperfect democracy named Israel. Israel is losing the information war despite our efforts to speak out wherever and whenever we can. Perhaps this is Hamas's long game with the hostages too, hoping the world will see Palestinians in Gaza as victims of Israel when Palestinians have actually been victims of Hamas since 2007. And not to mention 49 days ago, the Israelis beheaded, burned alive, and brutalized. There's no question that if Hamas had the military capability, they would have continued slaughtering all seven million Israeli Jews. There's no question if they had the military capability. And while Israel certainly has the military capability to flatten Gaza and kill all of Hamas and the two million Gazan people Hamas hides behind, Israel would never do that. Israel has a moral army that seeks to avoid killing innocent people despite admittedly too many innocent Gazans dying as Hamas embeds itself and hides behind women and children. Hamas benefits from dead people, whether the dead are Jews or dead Palestinians, which leads to the quick uptick in anti-Semitism, the vandalism of synagogues again this week, the marches which cry not only death to Israel but death to the Jews, and the ongoing psychological warfare too, even on this day when 13 of the 240 we know of came home, plus a dozen Thai workers, thank God, were released too. So what can we give thanks for as we rejoice with 13 of the 240 released and 227 still waiting for their loved ones to return home? We can say the same thing I learned in the critical care unit this week. We can give thanks for our families and that we are alive and hopefully they are still alive. And for now, that's enough. Let me give you though, lest this sounds somber, another number that reminds us to give thanks. Whether you're Jewish or not, whether you're American, Israeli or not, the number 
17,629. Guess what 17,629 is? The number of babies born in Israel since October 7th alone. In a country with only a little more than 9 million people, 17,629 new babies is huge. And get this, 45 of the babies were named by their parents. They were given the name 45 Barry for the kibbutz where so many lives were lost. And three of the babies were named Nova for the music festival. No matter what's going on in Israel or America, on the outside, each day on the inside, we have a choice. We can either say oi or wow. There's ample reason for either response, but even with all the challenges and stresses, the sheer fact that we are here on Thanksgiving weekend in a free country, giving thanks in a caring religious community like Temple Israel in America, able to bring help, not only financial support, but psychological aid to our Israeli sisters and brothers, our sister congregations of Temple Israel 24-7, all that, plus the families and friends who care about us and love us, that is enough reason to say wow instead of just oi as we give thanks on this Thanksgiving Shabbat. And let us say amen. <laughs>